Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine. What a privilege to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. And I don't just say that. I know it's our introduction every time that we do our broadcast, but I mean that. What a high honor. What a a privilege what a responsibility it is anytime we have opportunity to open up God's word I want to be found faithful faithful to the Word of God, faithful to what the Bible says. And that's why, listen, if you ever go to a church and the preacher says, now listen, you don't need to bring your Bible, or you don't need to open your Bible, or don't worry about looking this up in your Bible, you might want to worry about that preacher. He might be telling you something that's not in your Bible. Any preacher that's preaching the Word of God is going to want you to look at your Bible, carry your Bible, live in your Bible, and that's what I want. My Bible command is to study, to show myself approved unto God. Your command is the same, to study. And every single day we ought to read our Bible so that we can be true to it as we teach and preach and share the Word of God with other people. I'm praying today that God will speak to your heart as He's already spoken to mine uh, through the verses that we'll share together today. Now, if you've just tuned in and you haven't listened lately, we are in Romans chapter 14. This will be our fourth study in the 14th chapter of this book of Romans. And as we go through this chapter, we are looking at this subject of a weaker brother and the issue that was prevalent in this church in Rome of uh, judging someone or uh, ostracizing someone that didn't have the exact same personal convictions that you might possess. But the Bible command is that we are to receive them who are weaker, and the weaker, by the way, are to receive those who are stronger, and we're to understand that not all of us are going to be the exact same in every way. We are all growing in grace, and we'll grow at different paces and at a different rate, and uh, God will take care of all that. Now, if you've missed any of those studies, you need to go listen to those. You can do that via our podcast. Wherever you find your podcast, you'll find Striving for Revival there. Go and type it in, Striving for Revival. Hit subscribe. Then you'll have access to every study that we've done. We've done many books all the way through, verse by verse of the New Testament, and we've gone through the 14 chapters so far of Romans. And so all of that material and more is available for you there via the podcast. Paul has been dealing with this issue of those who say, you know what, you can't eat that, and others who say, oh, I can eat it. And some say this day's special, and others say there's no day that we should esteem above another, and uh, some regard this and some regard that. And folks, were on different pages in that regard. Paul gives us the command that we are not to judge another man's servants. All of us are the servants of the Lord. We, own, we are owned by Him. We owe it all to Him. And so a sinner doesn't have any business judging another sinner. And the Holy Spirit of God will do His work if you'll just allow Him to do His work. And the truth is, whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord, and we are the Lord's. So God will take care of that, and we just mind our own business. Now listen, you ought to have personal convictions, and I should have personal convictions, and you don't compromise your convictions, but you can be a friend and fellowship, and you can help a younger believer out without compromising. You receive the weaker brother, 
but you don't have to adhere or adopt his weaker position. That's the issue that we see so prevalent in our day, is that Christians who have been saved and served and they're seasoned and they should know better and get yoked up with immature Christians and allow them to influence them and change them. That's why we see churches that look like a giant youth department, and then they get into contemporary music and everything else. They've allowed the teenagers to dictate the direction of their church. That's not exactly biblical, is it? No, not even a little bit. Here it is that you can receive a weaker brother without receiving his position. Now, Paul's going to give us some sobering verses, some things to consider here. In verse number 10, we find a phrase, and I want to mention it today. In verse 10, it says, But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or what? Or why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall, and here's the phrase, all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Verse 11, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of, not your neighbor, but an account of himself to God. So Paul, directed by the Holy Spirit of God, reminds these Roman Christians that while they're running to and fro judging one another, there's a judgment day coming that they should be more concerned about. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, there's several things to note. The Bible says we. So Paul is talking to Christians. Those who are saved, we shall. That's a definite thing. We're definitely going to stand. We shall, and here's what it says, all stand. Every single born-again person will definitely mark it down. There's no question, debate, nor doubt. Stand before God. Stand before the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ. Now, this will not be a judgment on salvation. You'll not be judged, saved, or lost, but this will be a revealing of your service to the Lord, whether it was, 1 Corinthians, wood, hay, or stubble, or gold, silver, and precious stone. Now, we'll stand there before the judgment seat, not of our neighbor, not the judgment seat of the deacon, not of the pastor, and not of the person who shares a pew with us, but this is the judgment seat at Christ of Christ. So the Bible says, why in the world would you judge your brother or why in the world would you set your brother at naught? That phrase, at naught, basically, why would you despise your brother, look down upon your brother, cast, uh, castigate, cast down your brother? Remember this, you're going to stand one day at the judgment seat of Christ. So we ought to be sensitive that our own life, we ought to be worried about our own life being in the shape it ought to be in, than worried about everybody else. We were at the table the other day, and uh, I forget what we were talking about. And our little boy, uh, Lincoln, he's five years old, and he must have heard a preacher say this, but he interjected and said, I think they ought to take care of their own yard. 
<laughs> he was talking about people want to mind their own business. I don't even know if he knew what he was saying, but it fit the conversation perfectly. And we just kind of stared at him like, what in the world is this boy listening to? And I think he heard it in a, a sermon. I think that's exactly where he got it from, uh, because I think maybe his mom preached that to me at the house. <laughs> but anyway, he said they had to take care of their own business, basically. And that's the truth. Isn't that so true? We complain about all the trash in our neighbor's yard, and we have trash piled up in our own. And so Paul's saying this, hey, listen, you might be a little bit further down the spiritual road than they are. You might do some things they don't do, and they might do some things you wouldn't do and whatnot, but you don't worry about them. Hey, bucko, listen to this. One of these days, you're going to stand at the judgment seat of Christ. That word judgment seat, that bema seat, it's a judicial place, a place of judgment, a place of power. It's a place where you can get a sentence passed against you. So the word here, judges, is think about the uh, uh, those in the uh, even in the sporting arena in these Greek games, these who would oversee and make sure that the runners ran well and they'd award the prizes at the end. One of these days, we're going to stand before the Lord and we're going to give an account whether or not we ran well and lived according to the rules and did things right. And if our motivation was for self or for him, if our, if our effort was in vain or if it was for the glory of God. And we're going to receive a rewards and loss according to our judgment there, how we are judged. There's an appointment that every man will keep. It is appointed a man wants to die. And after death, it is the judgment. We sing all these happy songs about the rapture and about heaven. And I thank God for those truths, and they ought to be exciting to you and I. But may we not forget, there's also a judgment seat, sir. There's also a judgment seat, ma'am. And uh, one of these days, we're going to stand, and we're going to give an account, well, a, a account of all those days we laid out of church, or all those days we neglected Bible reading, or all those days that we didn't pray, and all those days that we served, but we didn't want to be there when we were serving. And we'll give an account of that. And because of that, the apostle tells us, hey, listen, you ought to just make sure that you live for the Lord because one of these days, quoting from Isaiah, one of these days, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess to God, and every one of us will give an account of not his neighbor, not his spouse, not his children, but of himself to God. What a thing to think, to stand before a God who knows us and knows everything about us before we ever open our mouth. We'll not give any excuses. We'll not have any defense. We'll just have to honestly say it in the opening, uh, open air of eternity where we stood with God, the judgment seat of Christ. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.